Welcome to CMU Athletics Connection. Thanks for joining me. I'm Amy Folan, Central Michigan Zizaleski Family Director of Athletics. From my chair, I have the opportunity to meet so many people who truly are the life of CMU Athletics. And in this podcast, I go behind the scenes to showcase some of the stories that I see every day that inspire me. Each year, we are proud and honored to induct CMU athletes, coaches, and teams into the Marcy Weston CMU Athletics Hall of Fame. This year's class includes five former student athletes and one team. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with three of our class of 2023 Hall of Fame inductees. Ben Bennett, a wrestler who attended CMU from 2009 to 2013, is the current CMU Associate Head Wrestling Coach. Ben has the long list of accomplishments from his time at CMU as a wrestler, including being the only four-time All-American in CMU history and one of the only three Chippewa wrestlers to earn four MAC individual titles. He also holds the record for most consecutive wins in CMU wrestling history and finished his career with 121 victories, which ranks number six in program history. And up next, we have Bailey Brandon, who was a defender on the women's soccer team from 2009 to 2012. She was a MAC Defensive Player of the Year in 2012, MAC Freshman of the Year in 2009, and a four-time All-MAC selection. Bailey led CMU to three NCAA tournament appearances and back-to-back MAC regular season and tournament titles, as well as the program's lone NCAA tournament victory, a 1-0 defeat over Purdue in 2009. The two-time Academic All-American was awarded the Dick Enberg Scholar Athlete of the Year Award in 2012. She's named to the MAC nominees for NCAA Woman of the Year Award and was selected as a national finalist for the Lowe's Senior Class Award in 2012. Up next, we have Leslie Grimes-Phelan, a catcher on our softball team from 1989 to 1992, was a two-time All-Mac honoree who was named to the All-Region First Team and to the Central Michigan Silver Anniversary Team. She was part of three championship teams at Central Michigan, including the 1991 Mac Championship Team, and ranked second on the single record for runs batted in and number eight on the all-time career list. Leslie also served as an assistant coach for CMU for five seasons. Then she started the softball program at Western Kentucky, serving as the head coach there for five seasons. I want to congratulate each of you on your induction to the Marcy Weston Athletic Hall of Fame and thank you for joining me today. So that's a lot and it's great to be in your presence and it's good to spend time with with all of you here today. It was quite an accomplishment. Can you tell me what it means for you to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? And Ben, you're here every day so we're gonna put you on the spot. Yeah, I'll start. Um, It means a lot. I've, I've been here for 15 years and so I've got to see a lot of great student athletes come through here. Um, along with my time as being a student athlete. And so I've got to see a ton of um, just great, great athletes come through all of our sports programs. I'm friends with a lot of them from my time here. Obviously, I got to watch Bailey play a lot. They had some really competitive teams. So it means a lot just, just knowing the people who have come through here over the years that came through here before us and to be in that group with all those people is pretty cool. And Leslie, you also were a coach here, like Ben, at one point. So you've been a student athlete and a coach, now in the Hall of Fame. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. I'm uh, honored and humbled. Um, I spent, you know, my my playing years and then five years coaching with Margo Yonker. Um, I bleed maroon and gold, as she says, and um, I always wore that C with pride. And Bailey, like Ben said, I noticed you guys were here at the same time, so there was a lot of success here and and you guys overlapped, what does it mean for you to be in this Hall of Fame? I think like everyone else said, it, it's just an incredible honor and I'm, I'm so grateful and I think humbled is a, is a great word as well. Um, 
and as Ben mentioned, yeah, I was very fortunate to be here at a time when there were a lot of amazing athletes. Um, and I know that there's been many amazing athletes before me and the hopefully more and more to come after, but to be part of that group and uh, have my name on a list with some of those people is pretty awesome. And Leslie, I know Coach Yonker talks about you very highly and she has high standards, so that, that says a lot. You and I are more the same era, but you have more time to reflect. What does this university mean to you? When you say CMU and how that's impacted your life, what does that mean? It <laughs> I might get emotional. <laughs> um, actually, it, Central means a great deal. Um, I wasn't highly recruited out of, out of high school. Um, was really only considering two schools and um, Margot had a lot to do with me coming here. I always tease her and say I thank her for taking a chance on a slow-footed catcher and uh, again as a coach. Um, but I always um, wore my maroon and gold with pride and I think um, she recognized that because she tells people that all the time so I guess she remembers. So it's, it, um, I, you know, I just, it means a great deal. I, I'm sort of at a loss for words. This, this uh, nomination came out of the blue to me, as I'm a lot older than these guys sitting next to me. And um, I just, I'm very, very honored. Well, I love that that's your story, because I think that's one of the things that I came in, um, you know, admiring CMU for afar, but when I started to look at the job and get to know it, I think it really is a place that uh, finds some really talented people that were overlooked and then they really just go on and compete at a high level in the MAC and in the country. And you guys are all here in that Hall of Fame, so that is pretty awesome. Bailey, the same thing to you. What does this university mean to you and CMU coming from the soccer perspective? It means a lot. Uh, I had a similar story in the sense that I felt like I was an underdog that was maybe overlooked and loved the fact that I got to be here and represent CMU. and. Uh, maybe prove some people wrong <laughs> along the way. So that was always a good feeling. But no, Central has just been such a huge part of my life. I learned a lot in those four years. And, um, you know, even out off the field, I met my husband here. You know, I've, I've got my best friend that I came here with. It's just been a really great part of my, my life and we'll cherish that. So even beyond the educational, it sounds like your family that you found here is been your family even after CMU, some deep CMU ties. Yeah, uh, fortunately I came here with my uh, best friend from childhood, uh, Stephanie Turner. So she she played goalkeeper behind me for a couple years um, after Shay Menino, who is another amazing inductee. Um, just so grateful to be following in her footsteps among others. Well, that makes sense why we're such a good defense goalkeeper and, you know, right their one-two combination from, from being childhood friends. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And Ben, Coach Borelli, like I know that he's had a lot of greats and he's been here a lot of years and yeah. we're not taking any retirements. I told him we're shut down for business <laughs> there, but, uh, you know, he thinks so highly of you. So I know that you've made a big imprint on wrestling and this community and for Coach Borelli to give somebody those accolades, that says a lot. But if you can tell us what being a CMU, this university, been a coach, student athlete, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I think like the both of them said it means a lot um you know from the get-go they gave me a chance to accomplish my goals as a student athlete and coach Borelli really believed in me that I could accomplish what I wanted to and you know and then from there he gave me an opportunity to you know get into coaching and that's probably something that I wanted to do since I was a little kid was coaching college be a college wrestling coach and you know so then he gave me an opportunity to 
to get my foot in the door and chase that dream of of my career and what I wanted to do and and so you know this school and and coach Borelli has really given me a lot of opportunity to to really chase the things I've wanted to chase in my life and then on top of that you know just the friendships all my best friends are guys that I I I wrestled with here went to school with here And, and so my best friends were guys I met here you know my wife was a student athlete here and so you know, a lot of my life is revolved around this university and campus. So, so congratulations. You finally tied yeah, the knot. Finally. <laughs> so I was going to ask you what your favorite memory here at CMU is, and you better get this one right, being a newlywed. Oh, well, I'll go from a sports perspective, <laughs> you know, and, and that's tough because, you know, with wrestling, we, I always say we have the best of both worlds. It's an individual sport, but there's also a team aspect of it. You know, so we get to experience both of those things you know and so it's hard to pick one I'd say there's always kind of two you always have some team memories and you always have some individual memories and I think you know the individual ones are are easy probably probably the first year I was an all-american was was pretty special just knowing um you can compete with the best guys in the nation and that you're capable of accomplishing your goals and your dreams you know but then on the other side of it you got the team stuff and so we always had a really competitive team, you know, so it was always really fun when we would beat the University of Michigan. We went out to Nebraska one year. We won eight out of ten matches. I lost my match, but we won eight out of ten matches in the dual meet. So you, you remember trips like those and matches like those and, um, you know, with your teammates celebrating, beating some, some highly competitive teams, and that's fun. That's a lot of fun doing it with other people. So. That's awesome, and it's incredible. One of your best memories yes. is I don't think you lost many matches and you cared more about your team, so that's a pretty cool memory. Yeah. And you sure you want to give us the best personal memory you have here at CMU since your wife is a well, former student-athlete? You know, w- w- we were always friends in college, but we never started dating until after college. Okay. So we started dating a few years after, so we were always in the same friend group in, uh, in college. I mean, all the athletes hang out together, so we knew each other. But we just always had other things going on. And then after college, we reconnected. And um, that Chippewa bond, I guess. I'm just trying to help you out working <laughs> every day. I just want to make sure the boss is happy <laughs> at, at home. So, Bailey, how about you? What's one of your favorite memories at CMU? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like mine might be a little unexpected. Um, you know, one thing that I struggled with <laughs> was, like, the fitness tests, uh, which were absolutely brutal. And um, I just remember Tom, you know, just all summer before my freshman year calling me, making sure I was training. And, and I'm telling you, I, I did not think I was going to pass that test. <laughs> and lo and behold, I did. And I think any of the girls that I played with will tell you that, like, the fitness tests were just something that were awful. But to have your teammates literally – launch you over the line to make sure that you're not 0.8 seconds over because let me tell you if you were 0.8 seconds over you failed and uh Ashley Carter was there telling you you failed (laughs) but um but no so I would say like those types of experiences of just overcoming you know things that I didn't think I could do and then being able to do them with the help of my teammates I think that 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 would be probably one of my better memories um Obviously, you know, we had great wins, NCAA win, you know, against Purdue was incredible. Party of the USA, 
playing afterwards was kind of like that song comes on and I always go back there. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, unfortunately I can't just give you one. Um, I've had a lot of, I was fortunate enough, believe it or not, to get a lot of really good memories and, uh, like Ben, I met my husband here. He played baseball for a year, um, here and, um, I'm just so grateful that, you know, I, this university has brought me those memories, both personally and as an athlete. That doesn't surprise me. And it's really interesting to hear as you guys have had the most success in the history of our programs. And what means the most to you is the relationships you built and what people believed in you and did every day. It's not always, you know, the shiny moment on the podium. It's also kind of what happens to go into that. So, Leslie, how about you? Your favorite memory here at CMU? As a player, that one's easy. Uh, when we won the MAC championship in 1991, we went in at the time, uh, the, I don't know what the format is now, but um, it was a four-game series against each MAC opponent. You played two on Friday, two on Saturday. We went into the weekend uh, against Bowling Green having to win all four. If we lost the first one, we were not winning the MAC championship. And I real I was reflecting on it, of course, with this coming up, and I really never remember any of us being worried about four games. We knew that if you didn't win one, game two didn't matter. And we won the first two, and the next day our starting shortstop's sister was getting married. So she wasn't there. And we had, of course, a substitute um, shortstop playing, and we had won game three and game four and, and won the MAC. And I just, I look at that and I, I take that. I, I've used it in my coaching and I take it as a uh, take one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. And uh, it's always been a lesson and a, an example that I've used. So um, best memory, best memory uh, playing for sure. Well, kind of the grit and the tenacity and the perseverance. I think that also captures the CMU spirit. So what I see and, you know, time and time again, and it is a testament that all of you here, like, that's what you, uh, you are kind of the ethos of CMU. So it's really cool to hear these stories directly from you and, and kind of look back and know, and it's really inspiring for the student athletes that are here today and from all of our alums and fans that were probably experienced this with you or, you know, wherever they came into the picture, um, get to hear that some of the things that have made us successful in the past continue to be what fuels us for the future and today. So I wanted to talk to all of you a little bit about what you studied and how it prepared you for where you are now. Bailey, do you want to kick that one off? Sure. I guess I should preface by saying that academics were uh, a must-have on the soccer team when I was here. Um, that was something that our coaches, it was a non-negotiable. And I think that that probably is still the same today. Um, but I'm grateful for that because I think sometimes it can be easy to get lost in the game and forget about the fact that we're also students. Um, so I was I was grateful to have the support both like on the field and in the classroom. I studied law and economics. I minored in um, economics and leadership. Spent a lot of time in Gran, <laughs> walking all the way over to the other side of campus from from practice. Um, jogged quite a few times actually. But yeah, I uh, I I took on a business degree because I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do and. Eventually, I did end up going to law school, and, and um, so it served me well in, in that sense. So education is, you know, like you said, the basis to what we do here, and it's what we preach, and I think we have 49 semesters of above a 
So I think a lot of you were in were in that starting of that legacy. But I also asked people, what's one of your favorite faculty members or mentor or somebody here at CMU that really made an impact on you when you were a student? Can you think of a person besides your coaching on your academic side that made an impact? For me, Tara Albrecht, I don't believe she's here anymore, but she was my academic advisor. I remember sitting in her office, uh, <laughs> you know, talking about how am I going to fit all of this in, um, you know, and should I be doing this major? Are we sure? Do we do we know that this is the best choice? Um, and she was a she was a friend and a mentor and, uh, you know, all of the above uh, and a supporter. She was at the games. And I think that the faculty in general, that was how I felt across the board, which was a huge selling point for me in general. I felt that from day one when I was recruited. And I think that overall the administration made good on on all the promises they had on that front. So I was very grateful for that. Leslie, how about you? What did you study and how to prepare you for today? Well, I also spent a lot of time at Grand Hall. I studied business, uh, business management, and then my minor was business law. I used the tools for business management every day, whether it was when I was a coach or whether, you know, you're coaching or managing a, a group of players or you're managing a, a department at work. The leadership is leadership, you know, no matter what, what the, uh, the venue is. And so I feel I, I enjoyed a lot of my professors. I feel like um, Central prepared me for um, a well-rounded business career. And do you have a particular professor or someone of mine that made a real impact on you? I do. Um, Dr. Ronald Bishop, he was a management uh, professor and ended up being my advisor. And um, my quick story about him is when I came back to school to uh, be a graduate assistant and, and co-chair, I was getting my master's in sport administration, and he took me to lunch about every week for months trying to convince me to get my MBA. And at the time, Central only had a four-year MBA. And um, I was only planning to be here for two. I sh should have listened to him and got my MBA because I ended up staying for five. But I went on eventually to coach at Western Kentucky. And when I retired from coaching, moved back to the Detroit area, one day I went to the mailbox and I got the mail. And I opened it up and it was a letter from Dr. Bishop. He had tracked me down and he, he wrote and said, don't think I didn't follow your career. And he found my home address having nothing to do with softball any longer and just wrote me a really nice letter and invited me up to Mullet Lake anytime I'm in the area because that's where he retired. And that means the world. And I think that's a great sentiment for the faculty and staff at Central and certainly um, somebody who impacted my life. I agree. That's one of the things that um, surprised me. Maybe it's just a strong sense of community and the real sense of care. And all the students that have come through, student athletes are just alumni and they talk about professors that really invested in them and it would be surprised them and they'd followed them and tracked them. So just the genuine, authentic care ethic that they have and that it goes for years, well beyond being here. And I think that is a testament to why a lot of people are successful. They really pour their heart and soul into the students here and, and we all benefit for that. So Ben, your yeah. studies. I know I see you in coaching and yeah. know all the accolades. We've never talked about your degree and how it prepared you for where you are today. Yeah, I studied sociology and I think I thought if, you know, coaching doesn't work out, I felt like I might always get into like law enforcement or something in that area. That was kind of what my plan was. I don't plan on having to go that route, hopefully, but that that was always kind of my idea. And, you know, really you're studying people, groups of people, and, and so you're trying to figure them out and why they do things and this and that. And so I think that really 
you know, helps me for coaching because you got a group of guys and everyone's so different and they got their own personalities and they're all unique in their, in their own different ways. And so you got to figure out how to work with different individuals and what makes them go, you know, and so that's, that's a challenge. And so I think it just gave me a perspective, you know, of figuring out, you know, people who are different than you and, and how you relate to them and how you work with those people and, and, um, find those positive relationships. And, and then, you know, for me as a coach, how do I get those guys going, you know, and for every person it's different, you know, and so you got to figure those things out to get the most out of those guys. And so I think it helped me with that, just having that perspective and understanding. Absolutely. Do you have a professor that you remember that made a particular impact on you? Yeah, I I think I had, I had one professor and his name was Dave, uh, well, David Kinney. And then there was another one, actually, Alan Rudy too. And, and, um, you know, Professor Rudy had a pretty unique teaching style and, uh, it was, he was a little out there sometimes. It was different than the typical classes I took. And I think it just gave me a different perspective in terms of sometimes you go outside the box and do things differently than, than things are normally done. And, um, you know, I actually ended up taking three or four courses of his over the years. And the first time I took him was freshman year for social 100. And I, I hated it, you know, and I told him this about four or five years back. And cause I'll see him sometimes we have guys in his, in his class. I said, I did not like your class. I couldn't figure out how you were teaching and I had to take you again and I loved it. And I took you two more times, took his class two more times. And, um, it was just different. Sometimes you, you do things a different way and it kind of brings a fresh breath of air and um, just unique. And sometimes it gets you going a little bit. So sounds like they're even helping you in coaching, like how to yes. connect and doing things differently yes. and stretching people and making them do yes. things they don't realize they're doing. Yes. And it's not comfortable to stretch and do something you haven't done before. So that's also, um, that's really cool to hear. I really, the faculty and what they do academically here um, makes a huge impact. And uh, we really do appreciate you guys sharing those stories. Bailey, you're now practicing law. You did mention that, and we didn't get to delve into that. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think I was talking with uh, somebody about this right before uh, we, we went on the air here about how, as an athlete, your entire identity is I'm a soccer player, I'm a wrestler, I'm a softball player. And then, you know, you have your last game or match and you start to think, what now? <laughs> and uh, I wasn't quite sure. Uh, I re- did some IT recruiting for a year and then decided to dive in to law school. So I, I did that. I, w- I went to Loyola, Chicago. That was a long three years, um, but well worth it because now I am a practicing attorney in Chicago. I um, do primarily complex commercial litigation uh, focused on securities fraud. A lot of my clients are more uh, financial services companies. So interesting stuff. Um, Maybe not. Maybe I'm just a nerd, but (laughs) I think it's interesting. And, um, you know, my, my undergrad degree was law and economics and I remember even my, you know, one-off elective classes like sports law, uh, I remember taking and I, I just loved it. And so that's kind of what I always kept coming back to of, you know, maybe this is what I should be doing full time. That's what I did. Well, it's a great journey. And uh, it's kind of interesting how you've always had that tenacity and perseverance and take on big challenges and tackle it. And uh, it's great for uh, CMU and for our women's soccer players and all our athletes to see that success. 
Leslie, you did tell us about your coaching career, and you alluded to the fact that you're retired from that and doing something else now. You want to update us on what you're doing now? Sure. Um, I work for an auto parts manufacturer, and I am a uh, I'm the quality manager, but I wear a lot of hats. Um, we're pretty small, and it's a family business, and so I'm sort of number two. So when HR needs to happen, I do that. When safety needs to happen, I do that. I like to say I'm the quality manager because that's the part of my job that I enjoy doing, but it's managing people, and I find myself saying the same things. We talked, you know, how did Central uh, prepare us? We talked about that earlier. I find myself at work saying, you don't have to like this person. You don't have to um, be friends. You don't have to respect them as people, but you have to respect the, p the fact that you work with them. And I used to say the same thing to players on the field. You got to respect that they're your teammate and that you have to work together. And so I really do believe coaching. I, I feel like I'm a coach at work, so it may not be the same skill that I'm, that I'm coaching or managing, but you, you, I use the same things. I was thinking that when you started talking about all these hats and doing whatever <laughs> comes your way and dealing yeah. with all these people with making things work, you know, it kind of is amazing what sports transcends and all the lessons that you learn on the court. So when you find success, like you have to learn how to lose gracefully and win with respect and classy and, you know, just all those life lessons do transcend and kind of take us in any, whatever profession. Ben, you talked about really teaches you how to work with people and that's what we're doing every day. We're trying to transform, you know, young men and women to be you guys someday. So it is awesome for you to share your stories and us to celebrate your success. Ben, can you talk about your time here as a coach and what does it mean to kind of coach and be in that, that lead role to help get the benefits you got and be a leader and transform those lives for tomorrow? Yeah, like I said earlier, I, I always wanted to be a coach. And I think since a young age, I wanted to coach at, at this level in college. And, you know, over my years, I've had a lot of people help me. Um, you know, from a young age, you know, and they didn't have to help me, you know, and, and they chose to help me and, and coach me and wrestle with me and work out with me on weekends. And they probably had stuff to do with their wives and significant others. And, you know, they took time away from their lives to help me. And so, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to be able to give back to the sport, you know, just because I had a lot of people give to me. And so I wanted to be able to give back to the next generation of wrestlers and, um, you know, I really do love the sport. It's been my life. Like Bailey said, it's kind of your identity. And, you know, for me, I knew it was something I wanted to stay involved in. And, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. At first, it was a challenge for me. Making that transition from an, from an athlete to a coach wasn't easy. You know, there were times probably that first couple of years where I was thinking, man, what am I doing? And uh, fortunately, I'm working for Coach Pirelli. And he's an amazing coach. And so I did a lot of watching. A lot of watching him, seeing what he was doing, seeing how he was dealing with issues, interacting with people, and just every day trying to learn and figure things out and figure out how I can do better, and how I can be a better coach and help these guys accomplish their goals. And so, it, you know, and that still doesn't end. It, it, it's never over. I'm always trying to figure out how I can do things better, how I can, uh, you know, motivate the guys better, get them going better, teach different techniques. And so I'm still doing a lot of watching with Coach Pirelli. That never stops. Um, he's got a lot of a lot of knowledge and so I've been thankful to be able to learn from him for for 10 years now and um, I feel like it's really prepared me and I've really grown a lot as a coach through those years and just some challenges that I've had to work through and and uh, but you know I love giving back to these guys and helping them accomplish their goals now and 
you know it's it's I'm to the point where you, you get to the point where you know when you start when you start coaching you got to realize it's not about you anymore and that can be a hard transition but then once you get there and you make that transition it's easy you know and then you can give them everything you got so so we've talked about NCA success so on the national level you guys have brought CMU pride there we've talked about a lot of MAC championships and we've talked about just either learning from icons being around icons you guys are now in that distinctive class in the Hall of Fame that I say less than 3% of student athletes in high school make it to the Division One college level. You guys made it to that level, and then now you're in the Hall of Fame. How incredible is that? You guys would know what a successful Chippewa looks like. So in closing, I'm going to ask you, what do you think it is that you see? You tell me what the sentences or three characteristics that you think make a successful Chippewa, because nobody's a better s student of it than you all. So, Ben, you want to start? Well, I feel like uh, for us, it's those those blue collar guys. You're kind of blue collar. Got a chip on your shoulder, and um, you know maybe you're overlooked a little bit, but you got what it takes to be great. And I think you can come here, and I think we got coaches who can get it out of you. And um, I think we've proven that. So in a lot of sports, not just wrestling, but Leslie, what do you think a successful Chippewa is? Uh, well, I think dedication. You know, it's going to take some dedication. Um, I think all three of us have reflected that we loved the sport and some selflessness too. I'm even, you know, Ben played, like he said, an individual sport, but there's there's scoring at the team level. And uh, I think all three of those things can uh, bring some success. Bailey, you can close us out here. What do you think it means to be a successful Chippewa? What is those characteristics or what does that look like to you? Oh gosh, and I feel like if some of my former teammates are, are listening, they might roll their eyes a little bit, but the only thing I can keep thinking of is mental toughness. At the end of the day, that was something that was preached to us over and over and over again, down to fitness tests, down to losing and getting back up. And all I can say is that learning how to fight through adversity in your current job, which is being an athlete, is only going to further serve you in life because that mental toughness will carry you. Uh, at least it has for me so far, and God willing, it will continue to do so. So mental toughness, I would say, is probably my one characteristic. Well, it's a treat for us all today to hear what you guys in this elite class in 2023 define as successful Chippewas and your stories are all incredible individually, and I thank you for collectively sharing them with us today. So thank you to all of you. Look forward to celebrating again more tonight and this weekend. I also want to thank our listeners and remind everybody that you can support our current CMU student-athletes through our Chippewa Athletic Fund, visiting ChippewaFund.com or Opendoors.com. You can also support our student-athletes if you're interested in any NIL opportunities to support individuals or teams. Also, if you have any stories you'd like to share with me, if possible future podcasts, please reach out to me on Twitter or by email at athleticdirector at cmish.edu. Appreciate everybody being with us again. We're excited for a great fall weekend and to celebrate our new Hall of Fame, Marcy Weston Hall of Fame class. Fire up chips. <laughs>